Ooh. Ooh. Yep, yep, yep. All right, we good. Okay, you ready? Yeah, let's get into it. All right, so, boom. Welcome back to another <laughs> episode of the Highlight Reel. And um, hopefully you've seen it. I always start off a certain way. I always do just like this little clap. It just helps me do some things, so. Okay. All right, boom. So we back in the building. As you can see, I have a special guest today. I'm gonna go ahead and let you introduce yourself. So go ahead and say who you are, what you do. Okay, word. Hey, I'm Marquis Monet. Yep. I am a creative. I'm mostly known for DJing. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I, I'm super happy to be a part of this. Yeah, appreciate you, <laughs> appreciate you. All right, so I kind of want to like let's get into the whole DJing thing of course because that's like the main thing that brought me to you because I've, I've known you for like kind of a while because we have a mutual friend mm -hmm. but I think when I first moved back to um, Cincinnati I went to an event and I saw you DJing and because mm -hmm. um, you're familiar with Kickley mm -hmm. yeah so I saw you at that event I think I saw you at um, Art on the Ave you were mm -hmm. DJing I was like hold up I'm like I know her that she was back DJs? in the day yeah I was like she <laughs> DJs now so I think that I've always had an interest in DJing, so I kind of want you to tell your story as far as what got you interested in it, because mm -hmm. before that, I had never known that you even did anything like that. Yeah, I mean, that's the same for a lot of people, I would say. Yeah. Um, I, like many people, just was like, you know, always on Ox and like, oh, I want to DJ, I want to learn yeah. how to DJ and mix, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was on that Ox, and then um, it was in college when I was really looking for kind of like a mentor mm. um so i kind of went after it and you know um asked some people you know i met with some people but nothing ever like blossomed from that okay and so i was like maybe it's just like you know not meant to be i i have a lot of hobbies you know okay. and i try to just like learn something new and mm. um, so that's what i saw it as a potential of being just a hobby okay and this is probably back in 2019 um i wasn't i didn't know that like when i first saw you dj and it was it was literally 2020 it was last year 2022 so yeah. i saw you i was like she djs since when because mm -hmm. i've always had an interest so I, it was like very inspiring so continue go ahead yeah i mean this was back when i was in college in chicago uh yeah oh, so i wasn't okay. even in cincinnati yet i was just like talking to some musicians like yeah. people who were into production people who were djs it was it was like three three or four people mm. um and yeah like i said it was very like it was very short term yeah. but then COVID hit and i ended up moving back home to cincinnati never thought i'd do that either <laughs> i thought i'd stay in chicago um okay but yeah so <laughs> okay but we're back so after you graduated you came back and that was when you were like okay i kind of want to take this serious or really pursue it a little more um well my childhood friend mm -hmm. is a dj okay. and you know i was always on ox and i'm like mm -hmm. oh i'd love to dj mm -hmm. and i'm saying this to a dj yeah. and he's like okay come through to my next event and literally i was at an event when i was learning how to dj and yeah like, like did he let you get up he oh, did and nah. they were like they were like i wouldn't say they were vinyls they were like rain ones which are very close to vinyl yeah you were djing vinyls well it's Almost? not vinyl it's more of like it's tables turntables oh that's oh yeah. that's some skill and that's some serious like care because if you mm, go ahead go ahead yeah but i mean like when i first saw it it looked like rocket science mm -hmm. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I just stayed with it. He let me use one of his beginner controllers to, okay. like, practice on. And when I tell you, like, I took advantage of that. It was a beginner controller. Yeah, it was like a, um, it's like an SRB3. It's a Pioneer DJ. Okay, yeah. Controller. And it's like 150. I think i have that okay <laughs> something like that like i have one that's 150 and i haven't i haven't even touched it because i was i've been scared to it's like intimidating go I think, for it yeah it's just like it's so intimate because it's a new thing mm -hmm. it's a new thing so as far as like that being a new thing was that obviously you were excited but did that scare you too i mean i definitely just saw it as another hobby like i was not trying okay. to get after it as a career <laughs> Like, it was not something that I was thinking about, like, sharing even with the world. Like, it was literally mm. something for me to do because I loved, like, music and I wanted to mix. Okay. And so, like, I was into it and it was it was kind of like an obsession. Like, I was mm. just, like, when I 
didn't hear something that sounded good, I was like, uh, let me try that again. And I would like get it, I would keep doing it until I got it right. And I just keep going like for hours. And you know, I'm so thankful my parents let me do it because sometimes it'd be loud music going on. Like, oh yeah, that's the, I think that's <laughs> another reason for me. If I'm gonna learn how to DJ, I need to blast. Yeah. I need to like really bang out so I can hear what I'm doing. Yeah. Cause I've like, there, I think when I first bought, bought my DJ controller, I was just doing stuff on the computer. Like mm -hmm. I wasn't even, I didn't even have the uh, controller out. I was just doing stuff on my computer. Yeah. Cause like if I can do it on my computer, I'm a beast. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's it's just so intimidating. So you. It's hard on the computer. Yeah. Cause you're not able to use all of the tools. Mm -hmm. Like the computer is, it's kind of, um, you're kind of limited to what you can do. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Cause like on a, on an actual controller, you can really like, it's just I know it's such a joy. <laughs> you can I mix think, with, mix with the levels. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, ah, uh, what was I gonna say? So, when you first started getting into it, like, did you feel like it was gonna take you a long time to learn? Like, how long did it take you to learn how to Yo, DJ? Would you say? I was just trusting the process. I like, <laughs> uh -huh. and um, like six months in, my brother calls me up and is like, "Yo, um, I oh. got a gig for you." <laughs> and I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Like literally, like I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And he was like, and you know I skate too. So he was like, mm. he was like, yeah, it's this roller skating event. Like I think you'd be perfect for oh, it. Oh yeah, he was like, I'm in. And yeah. honestly, like yeah. that is the only reason why I did it is because I felt like it was a comfortable environment for me. Right. And like I love skating music. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. I was like, I got this playlist and more. Like <laughs> okay. Right. So like that's what I started off with was just like making a playlist on Spotify. Yeah. And of, then like, so stuff that you liked. And then you would just see how you could blend it. Kinda. Exactly, exactly. And in the bit, you're good. Go ahead. <laughs> in the beginning, it was mostly just like, kind of make sure it was like a smooth vibe, mm -hmm. and not making it so like, I don't know. Um, I didn't put a lot of pressure on myself. It felt very much like a lot of pressure, but um, as long as I maintain a vibe like making sure this song sounded good with the next song and mm. like and and then when i was there that was the first time i really got a reaction from a live audience a group of people mm. so that was taken it a step further when i was learning how to feed off the energy of other people to set a to set a vibe like to make sure i was going the right way and so that's when i learned what i practice like by myself does not always work oh, for yeah. the crowd oh yeah also because you're saying so you're saying because of that there are times where you feel like you have to be with the crowd to yes. actually learn what's working yes instead of thinking what's working and then you get out and it's like no it doesn't work yeah like like i can prepare i typically like to prepare a set but i know it's just it's just a skeleton like because when i'm there it's gonna be a different uh, vibe. yeah somebody might okay okay yeah and then i have ample music too like i have so many different playlists just in case you know the the set that i like there have been times where i've planned an entire set and like <laughs> they don't like that vibe so i have to dig into another crate okay so all right because you were just saying you don't feel like there's you try not to put any pressure on it mm -hmm. but i would i honestly i think that there is an incredible amount of pressure yeah. as a dj mm -hmm. because i think um um, I don't want to say I'm a harsh critique of DJs, but a lot of almost I feel like everybody, mm -hmm. like we we as humans love our music, <laughs> yeah. and we are all critical about what we like. I know, but <laughs> it's like I'm open to new stuff. I'm, mm -hmm. I don't mind that, but because some I, I know that um, it's like a what is it like a back and forth, not a call to action, but it's like call and response. It's like the DJ feeds off the crowd, the crowd kind of feeds off the DJ. Yeah. But I know sometimes I'm in the crowd and people are like, I don't like that song when a DJ's trying to, trying to play a new song because there have been artists I got put on to because of a DJ. Like, uh, hmm. I got put on a lucky day because of a DJ. Oh, yeah. The first song I ever heard was Karma at, um, this was when I was in college, the first song I ever heard about Lucky Day was Karma and this DJ played it and I was like, yo, what song was that? I've been a fan ever since, you know, mm -hmm. and, but I also have had more experiences where DJs don't. Okay. It's like how you were saying earlier, so you would want to kind of just be on the ox, be the DJ like that. Just play mm -hmm. the songs. Right. It almost seems like that's what a lot of, at least in my experiences, a lot of DJs just kind of play the next song. They don't really blend. Cause to me, when mm -hmm. you're blending, 
you're almost you're essentially making a new song yes and that is one of the best experiences that i don't get hmm. so it's it's, it's well, annoying you're talking so your to thoughts the right on that. person yeah so yeah what are your thoughts like, on that okay so i feel like um a lot of people and i'm happy you said blend mm. instead of scratch nah. because i feel like a lot of people think that if you don't know how to scratch then you're not a legit dj Nah, i know it's different forms mm-hmm. to djing so yeah but when i was telling you if something didn't sound right when i was practicing i do it again that taught me how to blend and mm-hmm. that taught me how to mix and then i would watch youtube videos on how to like make it seem like seamless and i fell in love with it yeah like a seamless blend (laughs) yeah can really elevate the experience to the max Mm because i i don't hear it so when i do hear it like especially if i'm with my friends i'm like we'll look at each other and say bro they (laughs) are mixing that's the best feeling as a dj like when you like not only when you hear it but when other people hear it too it's like magic yeah because i'm always i'm always one of those people where i will like as a blend starts Mm -hmm. i'm like what would make sense with this yeah Yeah. i'm like what would make sense to go next and then i would tell my friend i'm like all right i bet they about to play this because when it starts i'm like Mm -hmm. i got it that's why i've definitely had times where i thought i should maybe get into it because it's i feel like people don't understand how important it is to really like manage that right if you don't i feel like if you're not if you're not taking care of the crowd then the essence of a function of a party mm-hmm. can die so much faster and i think some people are like oh well since i'm the dj i can do what i want and it's gonna work no no i get you might want to play some new stuff but or what like whatever you're used to doing as you were saying you kind of have to feed off the crowd if they're mm-hmm. not feeling that it might be time for you to try something else before you lose your crowd so yeah yeah, yeah. and i also will say like <laughs> I, <laughs> um there are times as a dj like when you try to please mm-hmm. and there are times when you do have to just put on your headphones and mm. and just play hmm. explain that um so in cincinnati <laughs> we are very specific with the kind of music that we like it, it has to be familiar you know, it has to be mainstream, pop, hip hop, rap. Like if if it's not something that you know, mm-hmm. you're not willing to experiment. And I love house music. Mm-hmm. We don't really have that big of a house scene here yet. Mm-hmm. And and not only that, people aren't open to it. Are not? They're not. Not yet. Not yet. I can see that. That's why I was hoping that. Um, I was really hoping that the Drake album and Beyonce's albums would kind of open it up now obviously um a lot of people were in a beyonce's album but i think it was so much a lot of people were not like down right. in drake's album but i'm thinking bro, you gotta you gotta at least because i think when i was first listening to it i was almost going down that same rabbit hole like yeah this is not good but then i said hold up if three songs in it's about a similar sound why don't you change your perspective of the album itself it's like all right he's probably going for something different mm-hmm. so let me look at it from that perspective and what he tried to accomplish with that mm-hmm. that changes the whole view of the album and i think uh, he has some bangers on there i do i think yeah and i would go green massive. yeah like i'm actually into house music but i don't hear it that much okay. i would say like the artist like what artist do i okay i'm very sure you've heard the name k Trinata. okay guys yes that's <laughs> i gotta see him i have he to speaks. see i need to see him live mm-hmm. at some point because his stuff i'm like if i hear this i'm gonna lose my mind right i'm gonna lose my mind right so who are some uh oh yeah who are some people that maybe influence you as far as, or like inspire definitely you definitely kate Trinata. okay definitely kate Trinata. Yeah. and then when i was in chicago i got like chicago put me on house music well that's where it started yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. i didn't even know about house music um nah it's bang until i got to chicago Mm. and cashmere was he's like the og Mm. he came out with um brighter days okay um and what's crazy is that song would play at like the roller skating rinks in chicago Mm. and like when i tell you you know you know you're in chicago when you play a house song and you have middle-aged black people Mm. shaking their (laughs) shaking their butt (laughs) and vibing yeah like see I was going to say something else about that, actually. That's not going to happen here. <laughs> nah, like, I do think, from what I've experienced, I feel like some of the best mixes I hear are at, like, 
uh, skating rinks. Mm. I feel like when I go out to a, like to go skating, the DJ is probably gonna play some because I think they're usually like older DJs, kind of. But it's like you'll hear some more bounce in the music. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they'll be like. Cause like that's when, when people are skating, they're trying to do certain things, do certain moves. Yeah. So I feel like when you go skating, you, that might be some of the best blending and mixing that I hear. If I go to a part, like let's say I'm trying to go to a, a function at UC or whatever. In my experience, I haven't ex- uh, really had that variety mm-hmm. that you might get when you go skating. Like when you go skating, yeah. that's almost I'm pretty confident it's gonna work out. And you know time. why that is? Why? Because. When you're, when you're at a UC party, like, you're drinking, and you okay. just want to you wanna just have a good time and dance with your friends. And sometimes it's not all about the music. It's about the enjoyment, the experience, the laughter, the t- conversation, the networking. I, but with roller skating, it is not separate from music. It is a part of the art form. Uh, oh. Mm. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> Okay, so ex- explain explain that. Like when you're like roller like roller skaters, like they are picky about what they want to hear, and that is because it is literally a part. Like you can't. It's like dancing. Mm, like yeah. you don't really watch many dancers in silence. Yeah. And it's the same thing with skating. Like it's it's a part of like how you can feel yeah. and groove. Like there are dance routines that you do on skates. Right. And like if you can't do it to the song that the DJ's playing, like. You're going to be mad because you can't, like, you know, mm. show out. You can't show off. Yeah. And um. I had to learn that the hard way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, when I when I did my first one, it was pretty chill. But when I did my glow event for Blink, I noticed, like, they were more experienced skaters there. Mm. And um, it was it was something that was a challenge. And this happens occasionally. It's more of, like, it's more of, like, feeding off the crowd and, and understanding, like, okay, is this a beat that someone can dance to, skate to? And it's very particular because, like, if mm. you're doing, there, there's a lot of things that you do to the beat when skating. So if it's too fast or too slow, then you can't do the combination to it. Mm-mm. Wow. It's super. It's like a like it's wow. It's insane. You you going in depth right here? <laughs> um, I think of like I think this is my life. Right. That's why you're a DJ. Um, because <laughs> yeah, I just I feel like in my experiences. I can, like you were saying, I can understand where if you're at a party, you kind of are just, you're not maybe there to dance, but I'm thinking this was the basis. Mm-hmm. Was it not? It's like, come on, we can't enjoy the music but the same way. it's also not even like, you know how in 90s parties, they would have like whole dance-offs? It ain't like that anymore. Okay. <laughs> I, I know, but because I've had ideas where I'm like, why isn't it like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Social media. Um people have always been nervous like they're always going to be nervous people but i think now you have an escape whereas mm-hmm. like at a house party if you don't have a phone like you really have to sit with that but mm-hmm. that's that's a part of the growth you need as a human mm-hmm. and then like people kind of have to look up look around or whatever but i think you're also going to be more likely to get into it because you would see so many people dancing i go out i feel like it's only a group of people dancing most people are standing there mm-hmm. they're not actually dancing so that's why i put so much emphasis on what a DJ is doing because I think there have been times I'm starting to learn and understand that um, as a DJ sometimes what each, each DJ is different sometimes you might take requests sometimes you don't some people always take requests some people never take requests mm-hmm. but I, I get really confused when I feel like as somebody in the crowd this is not working and I actually try to voice that to a DJ and they're like because I think I said um, hey like I think you should play this like this R&B song right mm-hmm. and they were like oh yeah i got you never played it he never played it and it was yep. and, the, and the function <laughs> stayed the same when i was thinking dude if you would have maybe tried that if you would have tried it mm-hmm. and it didn't work i would respect that it's like at least you kind of heard my concern you tried it but you didn't even try it so you thinking it's working and it doesn't look like it is because i'm that that's always been baffling to me because i'm like don't you care about what the people in the crowd are doing i know you're getting paid for it but mm-hmm. do you not care for the people to actually say that d who was that dj yeah i think you would want people to come back and kind of bring your name up because then that will spread like wildfire for you yeah well <clears throat> i will say a lot of djs do not like requests mm-hmm. um okay. it, it can be taken as an insult 
it can be taken as an insult. Okay. Um, but personally, it depends on the event for me. Mm. I can eat up requests, like because <laughs> okay. it helps. Like you said, it helps yeah. to like get a feel of what the crowd is like. And mm-hmm. um, I remember I was talking to like my mentor, my friend, who got me into DJing, and he was like, "Sometimes you can even just talk to people and like mm-hmm. you know find out what they're wanting to listen to and yeah. get a feel from that." But I've had people just come up to me and like you know ask and if they're polite yeah you know because sometimes it can be a little aggressive yeah like so and it makes me not want to play it but yeah. it, it helps it helps when you know when people come up and and make song requests sometimes mm. yeah 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 be- because some requests are way off and i'm like i'm not gonna oh, play yeah. that See, like, <laughs> like i can get that like let's say you playing like some 90s funk or something like that and then somebody asks for a trap song it's like a modern day trap beat, mm-hmm. whatever. It's like pretty sure that's not gonna yeah, fit that's in. Not the vibe. But it's not the vibe. If you know how to like, you know, flip it, mm-hmm. then it could work. But also, I think it also comes from if I if if I feel like you're not doing a good job, then I'll ask. If I feel like you're doing a good job, I will trust you because so far you have been blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna just trust your vision and go with that. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why I asked that DJ. I was like. I, I wasn't feeling it personally. I wasn't my friend with me. She wasn't feeling it. Either. I was like, all right, so let me see what I can do. Nothing happened. But there have been some DJ experiences where I didn't have to say nothing because I'm curious to what they are going to do next. Mm-hmm. I want to hear what you have to blend. I want to hear what songs, because from what you do with the music that we hear, I learn something about you. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you listen to this. This is, this probably influences why you did that like that. Like it's a, it's a, Form of communication, <laughs> so really? it's, it's important to me. To, to me personally, it's like, bro, please do that right. Because I had another DJ on the podcast before. Okay, you we really were, are a critic. Yeah, like, no, no, it's, <laughs> it's like I'm I'm into it, and I've I've had people tell me that they thought I should be a DJ before. Because I've had I've had those thoughts myself. Because I feel like uh, I'd be that one corny DJ, or whatever. I'm gonna be dancing. I'm gonna be back there mixing, but mm-hmm. dancing because I'm trying to make sure that y'all having fun. But how yeah. you gonna have fun if I'm not? Yeah, like that. Again, we feeding off each other. You know, honestly, I I don't dance that much. I am so I locked do feel like from in. the clips of you I've seen, you groove. You kind of groove. You know, but that's because I'm here by myself, okay. and yeah. there's not a lot of pressure. I try not to put a lot of pressure on my. But like you said, it's 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 a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. Um, but yeah, I am so locked in. Like I have a serious face in the, my very very beginning videos. Mm-hmm. I have such a serious face, and people call me out. Like Kick, he'll mm-hmm. call me out on it. Yeah, yeah. He'll be like, "That's serious face." Like. <laughs> but I can understand that too because. Or I can f- find an appreciation for that because mm-hmm. it's like you want to make sure that this goes well. It's an like art. You, you care about it. So if you're serious, I'm like, oh, they in a zone. They locked in. Mm-hmm. Let's see what they got. So I'm, I'm cool with that. I just know me. I feel like like starting out because you don't want to mess up. You want to make sure you know what you're doing yeah. to a T. You'll probably not do it. But once you do, like, mm-hmm. I like when I can get to a point where I don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. I can just, well, I bet this will sound nice. And yep. I don't know if you've ever played like Guitar Hero. Oh yeah. Rock, you know when you hit that wave. Okay. And it's like everything turns blue and you're like yeah. you, that oh. that is an actual feeling. And that's when I start grooving. It's like I'm I'm like hitting a wave and I'm just like okay, like I can finally I just am like here with you cuz really oh, be there. That yeah. was a great analogy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely feel that. Like that's what I'm saying. It you can put if if you're in that zone and I'm the one on the receiving end of it. Hmm. I might catch some of that, and I love that. And I, I hope think, you do. That's what I'm saying. But that's I feel like goal. people don't think about that. I feel like people don't think about that because I've I've been to one too many events where it just doesn't go well. So I still haven't been. Well, I've I have been to one of your events, but that was forever ago. Hmm. And I wanted to try and catch the one uh, last Friday. night. Yeah, <laughs> but I do plan to catch something at some point because I. Like, once we brought up Keichonada, I'm like, yeah, if you like Keichonada, that means you might even play some Keichonada or just play something around that. And I know you like house music. So mm-hmm. I like um, exploring different kinds of music. Mm-hmm. And when it's all put together, oh, it's a beautiful experience. I, I, it's such a, like, I can, like, levitate out of my and body. Not, not you levitate it's, it's, it's really, that's how it can get that deep, though. No, really. It's like, bro, this really. is out of body. 
And awesome. honestly, yeah. honestly, like when I was back in college mm-hmm. before, you know, I started my DJ journey and we were in lockdown quarantine, I was in my room that was levitating a- and listening oh. to music. Oh yeah. Like literally. Yeah. I probably drove my roommates nuts. Like I was just listening to music and I went from country I went to house. I went to funk. I went to soul. Yeah. And I'm talking like soul, like sixty, like Sam yeah. Cooke soul. I would like be levitating to Sam Cooke. Yeah. And that's why I think like if you're if you are well versed in music, mm-hmm. that will help in so many different things. Cause then you might hear something in one song and you can hear how it connects. Cause I've yeah. I think when I first or before I moved to Columbus, I've I learned that there are different ways that you can mix songs. Especially mix. samples. I yeah. found a lot, like I went through a whole, I'm like, wait, like this song is from, yeah. this yep. is a sample yep. from there. And then you go down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Yep. Um, like I've learned that you can mix songs based off a word. Mm-hmm. Like in one, certain, in one song they say, all right. So in the next song, you'll mix it to another all right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the uh, BPM, you mix it. I, I think that's probably my favorite. Like when it's like the same type tempo. Mm-hmm. I love that. But I've just learned there's so many different ways. There's so many different techniques and so many different ways to basically manage the vibe, be in charge of the vibe. And I think it's a it's a big responsibility. Like mm-hmm. it's no try not to psych yourself out. Yeah. But it's a very important thing. Yeah. So you were saying earlier that you said it took you what, six months to learn? Well, I would say I was forced out of the, the bedroom okay. DJ phase in six months. Okay. Um and after you know the roller skating event it went really well you know you were like yeah i can do this i mean i got requests too and mm-hmm. I'd, I'd play them you know what i mean like it was helping mm-hmm. set the vibe um and so that's i guess that's why i still like it today is because mm-hmm. it, it helped me as a beginner and yeah. i understand like sometimes when you like accept that it, it goes well because you know the people who who request it you know start going to town and that energy feeds off to everyone else too um but i will say sometimes when that isn't like when the request is off like i've played a song request how do you manage that i've played a song request and it has killed the vibe (laughs) and i'm like yeah never again (laughs) so like let's say you hear the request and you are sure it's gonna kill the vibe how how would you navigate that i would say i got you you would say i I got you no i got you sometimes like in the beginning i'd be like mm, i don't know if that's the vibe but like but then people will try to like convince you and i'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. so i just had to like it's a you way just, to just like <laughs> i hear you because it's like i got it's, you it's very <laughs> i got you because <laughs> that's what happened to me that's why i'm sorry i know i'm and, like and, and you should have seen my face when you said it because i was like mm. oh my gosh <laughs> that is bad yeah. i mean i get it it's like you you don't want to have any conflict especially at that point because somebody might try and bust up you know your stuff but it's like bro i've i i can respect if i try to ask somebody for a um request and they say i'm not taking requests i respect that because it's like okay cool but yeah. if you're not taking requests you better be killing it mm-hmm. because if you're not then i'm gonna look at you crazy it's like all right you're not doing it yeah or it depends on the type of event too because if it's like that dj's event mm-hmm. then they're they're trying to like they're trying to express mm. themselves that is their creative outlet <sighs> okay fine right fine mm. it's just there are other <laughs> you are people. not accepting no <laughs> no 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 that's fine there are just other people receiving that mm-hmm. and I, you have to remember why you're there in the first yeah. place like you're not there just to express yourself you can still do that but also we are there to have a good time mm. if you want to just express yourself not to sound rude but you could do that in your room you know what I mean? If you are out and you're supposed to basically help us make sure we have a good time, there's a like there's a different purpose on top of it. Do you, can, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Do you like every Drake song? No. So if he performed a song that you did not like at a concert, I'm do you just, think he performed it? <laughs> I mean, if he performed a song I didn't like, I'm still there. Exactly. Oh no. Exactly. It might be someone else's jam. Okay, like if it's once no, if it's like one song, okay, that's fine. Okay. I'm just saying if it's consistently throughout the night, mm-hmm. I'm seeing failure, 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 failure. I'm like, bro, okay. 
change it change it up do something yeah different. well i hope nobody's felt that way about my sides no nah, i hope not i mean <laughs> so I, I would hard. i would <laughs> i just um i don't know i just feel like there have been a lot of like i kid you not whether i'm in when i was at kent you know, at kent state or whether i came like to uc I'm like, I'm in two different areas, but it's the same. But then I went out to California, and it was a little different. I said, do I got to come out here for it? Like, mm-hmm. what, where do I need to be? Where do I need to what go? What kind of music? Uh, I think when I was out there, it was, um, everything was more so, you know, uh, like that funk type. And mm-hmm. it just had, like, some of it was um, more upbeat. Some of the uh, BPMs were a little faster. And I think that's why it makes people move a little bit. Mm-hmm. Whereas some trap music or certain things like that, it might be upbeat, but it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like lower energy type and it's not something you might dance to you'll rap to it which i get you mm-hmm. need those and that's two. here or that's still uh what do you mean you said it's lower bpm well that's what it seemed like when i was out there mm-hmm. it was like everything was upbeat it high was energy very upbeat mm-hmm. making people want to dance want to mm-hmm. move here from what i've experienced it just seemed like you know you might uh just rap and mm-hmm. that's fine because i've learned i learned in college like there were certain songs I used to not like, or certain artists I wouldn't like. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's not my type. I like conscious rappers and everything, right? Mm-hmm. But then, I'm gonna be honest. Do I always want to hear that in the club? No. Like mm-hmm. in the club, I would love to hear some Migos. Like let's let's do it, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm understanding that there are different things are needed at different times. But um, it seems like there is a consistent, uh, like a consistency in certain areas, which is interesting mm-hmm. to like kind of uh, observe. But Sometimes it's like, all right, I'm observing, but can we change it? <laughs> and I know it's going to take more than one person, but I, it just, it seems like it's consistently a certain type of thing. Hmm. That's all. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I would say I'm like pretty open format. Okay. So like I said, I've played house, um, which is pretty high energy. And sometimes I feel like it's too high energy Okay. for some people and some events here. Yeah. So I can see what you mean by that. But yeah. I also do love to like spin some R and B or like some slower jams, some nineties mm. hip hop. See that's what yeah, like just a little mix up. Mm-hmm. Just being able to throw different things in there. Yeah. That's that's what I like. Like certain events do call for just more of a chill kickback. And that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's that's completely fine. But, but I, I see what you mean. Like, you know, like for some things it's just about familiarity. Okay. And that's and I, where no, I am agreeing with you. I'm saying yeah. like you know like w- the consistency that you're hearing, mm-hmm. you, it's familiar. Yeah, and that's why I was like, I want to learn how to DJ so I can do something about it. Cause you want to be different. You yeah. want to, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, how often do you practice? Mm-hmm. It has changed. It has changed so much. Okay. Um. And I feel like. Like, I practiced so, so much in the beginning. Mm. Like, it was an obsession. Okay. Um, And I loved it. I loved every moment of it. Like, like it was not a day that went by. I was still in class, like, you know, doing online mm. um, classes, finishing up my last year. Yeah. And, you know, we were Zooming. I'd have my controller out. I'm not even mad at that. Because, I mean, that stuff would be boring. So, yeah. we might as well do that. Yeah. Yeah, we get, like, breaks. Or, like, I'm in between classes. I'm spinning. Like Yeah. <laughs> Like, literally, um, yeah. it was so fun. And then I would say my first year, I got a lot of decent work, um, hmm. both with, like, CMA, with nonprofits. And then so that was the year, 2021 was the year Somerset um, opened, and I got booked for um, Halloween. And that mm. was my first big event. Oh. It was the it was the hottest bar that came out. Uh-huh. It was Halloween. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is nuts. Yeah. And I prepared for that for probably like a month. Mm-hmm. Um So when you say prepared, you were DJing every day mm-hmm. for months. And okay. I was curating I was curating a set list. Like I was curating it like I'd move things around. I'm like, this this will sound good here. Mm. I'm like, now I need to take this off completely and then and I had probably like 200 songs on there okay because i was going to ask like when you are preparing for an event how many basically i guess sets do you have ready because i feel like you kind of have because like again you might go in with one set thinking that that's gonna be the one doesn't mm-hmm. work or maybe that does work but you have something in another typically set just one. Like? typically just one i try to have like that skeleton that body mm-hmm. but i have so like i even have playlists from when i wasn't a dj that i you know just like 
have so i just have a lot of music that i'm able to dip into if i mm. feel like we need to go somewhere else and then once i started building up different sets i save all my sets so sometimes events are very similar to the other another event that i've done so if the one that i i um planned for the event isn't working i'll go to another set that's very similar so i'm like going through all of these different sets Hmm. that might fit and when i find one i'm like okay cool like this is it and sometimes i'll just it's just like i don't know it's like you can you can only prepare so much yeah yeah because i guess you don't want to over prepare then none of it works you like okay well that 30 hours i just used Mm -hmm. didn't do anything but it's still nice to like curate and try because there are times when it's like you know the beginning of the event where you're just setting the vibe the like the environment the space the aesthetic and uh, oftentimes that's when i can just really like freestyle with it Mm -hmm. or like our go go as planned um to an extent because there's some events i got in there and i'm like this is not at all how i imagined it Mm -hmm. to be (laughs) i'm like okay so we should have a turn up right now yeah yeah. 9 p.m let's go um yeah i'm over here thinking we're slowing in too right and they're like no we want to be turned yeah i'm like okay um so like what is the best what what am i trying to say what's like the best feedback you've ever gotten from someone at one of your events Mm. or like most what's something that someone said to you you were like it's stuck i don't know why but it wasn't even at my event Mm. it was when i was like first starting the dj Mm. and it was at a skating rink actually and um a dj was like talking to me about how you gotta view you gotta view you know this is like a sermon <laughs> like, you gotta kind of just like um hmm. you gotta just kind of share out and mm. and it and, and i took it as a way of just like telling a story um okay and and also just feeling it's less of like in your head for okay. me it's okay. more of okay and so i'm sharing from my heart I and like i'm that. like feeling it it's like it's an energy thing it's definitely energy energetic yeah um reading in my opinion so yeah. it's like wow yeah that's how i took it that's all like i'm like okay yeah. ever since then you know like sometimes i can get in my head because it's still like you gotta lock in yeah but it's like it's it's music it's a language it's communication yeah so it's like okay like what are we saying and and i feel like with certain events you also have to work with the organizer because mm-hmm. it's not always about you know the dj it's it's about like what what the organizer is trying to get at too so when i work mm-hmm. with nonprofits, it's like okay like in my mind and when i'm practicing for a set when i'm curating a set i'm visualizing what i what i'm thinking is a good vibe for that you know what i mean like and and let me know if i'm going too deep like okay. let me know if you're still following <laughs> i'm following because i can get deep <laughs> yeah um but yeah like that that helps me plan my sets i'm visualizing mm. like the the best vibe um and that's all from like you know talking with the organizer the person who booked me and then oh, like trying what kind of to experience relate are that, you trying to okay trying to you know relate that and and communicate that um, the music mm-hmm. yeah Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I, I just imagine that it's such a it's such a fulfilling experience, especially when an event goes well. It's mm-hmm. like we just like you kind of feel like you just vibed out with everybody, kind of connected through the music. Because like I said, when somebody it's is a release. when somebody is doing their thing, I am like I appreciate that DJ because they just kind of took me on a journey. It's like bro, we yes. were over here, yes. now we over here, we feeling all this, and that's why when it's done right, I love it. Mm-hmm. And when it's not, um. It makes me want to go home. Some, but some sermons don't hit everyone. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. Am I calling you? <laughs> nah, you got you, you spend some bars. You spend some bars. <laughs> you driving some knowledge. You driving some knowledge for sure. Um, so, but that so that process is it sounds really tedious, but it's like is that a part of the process you really look forward to? And I mean, like it is, but that's just the way I go about things. Mm. And I would say, like you know, yeah, I had a mentor, but pretty much you're self-taught, and and at least I am. Okay. And I feel like a lot of DJs are because you gotta find like your style. You have to find who you are. Okay. Um. 
and what makes you different so yeah. like that's the way i go about it i don't know some people may go about it differently yeah. so i mean and honestly like in other cities there are bigger cultures that you know mm. help help people grow in that area yeah i feel like we still have to get there i could see that so it's sure. like right now it's like we okay. kind of got to do some stuff by ourselves and then get out there right so as a dj what is it so for every event what is it that you set out to accomplish and as like as a dj just in general what is it that you set out to accomplish let's say just in cincinnati like what do you want to be like all right every time i do this this is what i want to happen this is what i'm aiming for what do i set out to accomplish and it could be like because you just say you get deep mm-hmm. so it's like um what like just where like where's your headspace what's your headspace mm. Like, you kind of want them to have a better understanding of who you are. You want them to have the best Not time even. ever. You know, I would say, that was a tough question, mm-hmm. but I would say, like, going into my toughest sets or, like, my biggest ones, I take time to pray before. And typically what I pray about is making sure everyone, you know, is having a good time, mm-hmm. has a good experience, um, and, you know, forget about, worries pain like you know are able to come in 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 the space and genuinely just like radiate positivity like i try i try to bring positivity Mm. and and that's why i'm not gonna lie it's hard for me to play a lot of trap and rap okay it's really it's really hard some of it you know like yeah yeah, yeah. it 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 can say negative stuff but it can make you feel good Is (laughs) is that something like do you not listen to it um some stuff okay yeah some stuff like i listen to Meg. yeah 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 i'm just curious i'm like is it is it like <laughs> something that you listen to but you don't like to play or is it something that you don't listen to and that's why you don't play it um that's may, why I yeah, was yeah 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 it's probably my least listened to okay i wouldn't say least ever. it's just not your favorite it's, it's not, not your my favorite one. it's yeah. not my favorite and i do want to separate that from hip-hop like i listen to yeah, a yeah. lot of hip-hop it's just like you know mostly like trap mm, i get what you're saying um but I mean, I can still get down. To of course, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. As a, I mean, as a DJ, you have to. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I think is cool because I do think as a DJ, it's kind of your responsibility to be up on a lot because mm-hmm. you want to be able to mix. If you can't mix that into something, then that can hurt you because it's like, oh, if you could do that, people are even more impressed and they're saying, mm-hmm. oh, I will consider you for an event I'm thinking in the future or something. Just knowing that you have that repertoire so. of sounds. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a um. And it's another thing. It's another way to learn about you. It's like, all right, no, I don't listen mm-hmm. to this that much, but of course I know what this country singer does and what they sing. And yeah, I know that song. It's like, oh, you, you are really about it as far as being well versed. Not saying if you're not like that, you're not. I just think it adds another layer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what was I gonna say? Mm-hmm. Uh, you said six months though. Yeah. Because I've, I've. I mean, some people have done it in less yeah you know okay do you get were you first intimidated by the um by your controller like at all when you just looked at it, you were like hell yeah <laughs> hell okay. yeah i was okay. like like especially the first time i went in and i was out in public yeah and i mean of course like he, he didn't just like drop me with a controller and walk away um he was teaching me i was just looking at him like what are you saying right now like mm-hmm. how did you do that like mm-hmm. what are you doing right now um but eventually like you practice so much it becomes like second nature yeah 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 and so like there were times where i i had to look stuff up you know i had to ask someone about it yeah um and i remember the first time you know i mean i i did say earlier that we don't really have that big of a culture and community yet for Mm -hmm. you know growth and especially bringing in newer people but I was lucky to find some people who are about, you know, music and, and community and growing. Yeah. And I did find a DJ who put me on a something, like a tool. And this is probably, yeah, this was last year. And it changed my I literally saw him do it and I was like mind blown. Mm. And it's something, it's like a tool that like not many people know about. So you can always learn and get your mind blown by yeah. like DJ, by your controller. Mm-hmm. Like... I mean, there's so much stuff that I still want to learn, like how Absolutely. to go from a slow BPM smoothly to a higher and back. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. People do it. And it blows my mind every time. I'm like, I need to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's tough. <laughs> it's crazy. It blows my mind. So, also, as you continue to DJ, and I'm guessing you, you know, upgrade your, uh, do you, uh, like, over time, have you been kind of upgrading your stuff? Yeah. So Has that been overwhelming? Somewhat? I would I would say it has because okay. when I tried to get my first control like I was rocking that baby controller that beginner controller and that's what I was using for probably a year I was okay. getting gigs with it yeah yeah so 150 mm, and yep. you can get gigs yeah. with that controller I have one so yeah <laughs> so you know you can go out and get some work with that okay and so I saved up money to like you know get a controller and I was so excited you know Mm-hmm. put the order in and it was on back order for mm. like so long oh dang so long and i ended up just like saying yeah no i'm not i'm gonna have to just get it somewhere else so i went and got it used off like craigslist or something mm. it thankfully worked well? worked fine? it worked okay. well and then someone spilled water on it oh and i had to get another one <laughs> Ooh. so <laughs> Dang. Coming from a DJ, please be careful with your dreams. Yeah, yeah, man. Like I'll definitely especially be especially if that. if you're gonna make song <laughs> Right. So, I, cause I, it seems like as you upgrade your stuff, it seems like everything just gets bigger. Yeah, it does. And I I like how some people they keep they keep their older stuff because mm-hmm. if it's like a smaller event or like a more mobile event, they can have like you know their smaller yeah. gear. But if it's a bigger event, you know like. I see a lot of like EDM DJs. They're like, they have CDJs and they're just adding more decks, and it just starts to get like. Because <laughs> I'm like, dude, no. this thing is huge. Yeah. Like that's it's, it's intimidating and everything. Because the one I have, you know, is very portable, very mobile. You can mm-hmm. just get up and go. Some are like in a desk, in a table, or something. Like you have to take time to take everything apart or put everything in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, that is so much. It's so much. But, um, yeah, I was just curious because I, I feel like everything just gets bigger somewhat if that just overwhelms you because you kind of have to learn something else again. But mm-hmm. then it's like, all right, you have like more space you got to be aware of yeah. and everything like that. So, oh, but you said somebody split a drink. So, like, yeah. what's the worst story that you have as far as, like, is that it as far as somebody, like, spilling a drink? Um, Honestly... I, that was, that other than that that was a great event like okay, we good. were vibing yeah that's good <laughs> it was outdoors someone's out there were tacos yeah um and you know most recently mm-hmm. I would say I was at a bar slash club and it was 9pm and you know 9pm it's not like peak mm. yeah it's not it's peak it's like a little after that yeah but these people get off of a party bus and they're oh, they were lit. Oh, yeah, they were lit. And when I tell you, I've never been, like, thumbs down in my entire life. Mm. And they were, like, so rude to the extent where they were just, like... Oh. And oh. I was, like, do you know where you are? Like, <laughs> like we are at, like, this is a house night. Like, we are at a, like, at our oh. spinning house. Oh, they were mad at that. Yeah. Oh. Like, they wanted to hear, like, ABBA or, like, okay. like, familiar music. And I would play, like, house with that in the background. And then they'll stop vibing again. And then I'll, like, mix back in, you know, mm. some house beats. And then just, like... And so... But... And it was interesting because you'll also see, like, there were people, um, like, going hard the entire yeah. time. Like, they were... Mess- they they love my music. Yeah. Or they were just having a good time, and and it's hard when there's like that dis- like disparity. Yeah. Like like you have people who are absolutely hating, it and you have people who are absolutely loving it. Right. Yeah. So I would say those are my most challenging moments, and that that oh, right there you, was like, my most Oh, because you don't know where to like who to appeal to necessarily, maybe or. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily who to appeal to. Like you can't please everybody. Right. 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 But like. Like, I can see how that may be confusing, though. Yeah. It's like, dang, everybody seems to love it, but then it seems like a lot of people are not. Mm-hmm. That group, specifically. Yeah. I mean, also, you just gotta know, like, some people are lit mm-hmm. and not happy. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Um, but, you know, like, just, just gotta work through it. Like, as a DJ, you just, like, work through it. Like, I just worked through it, pushed through, and, like, it right. was, <laughs> like, positive, like, energy came back. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Okay. And that, that's literally like my goal. Like when I saw that, I was like, "This is, 
this is pretty negative. Like, there's some yeah. negative energy. Mm-hmm. But, like, in my mind, I was like, okay, like, I'm not going to respond to that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find a way to bring, like, the positive vibes. I was feeding off the people who were vibing. Yeah. You know, if, if you're, thumbing, like, why would I want to, like, make you happy? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, I'm going to intentionally, like, be rude or anything. Yeah. But also, like, it's just not something that I want to feed into. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm trying to set a good space. So don't, like, respond. Just yeah. Just kind of continue with the good energy that you get. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. like, why would you try to, like, lower the vibration of the room? Right. I don't I, know. I hear you there. Like, I hear you there. It's different if, like, someone naturally just isn't into the vibe. Like, there are people, yeah, you yeah. know, like, you want to get someone dancing. Yeah. You know, like you cannot be into a bit and not be rude. Like yeah, you saying. like Some maybe maybe this place just, just isn't for you. Like, so right. maybe you, you chose to be here. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, so I have one last question for you, mm-hmm. and my question is: Since you started DJing, what have you learned about yourself mm. as a person and as a creative? I feel like that is the same thing. For okay, me. that's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Like I'm just a creative person. Like I I went to performing arts, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, since fourth grade and. Um, my mom actually like I didn't even know it was a thing but my mom just knew mm-hmm. she was like you're like you should totally audition mm-hmm. and that was the beginning of right. everything like I yeah. just always was a creative person and um yeah I would say um it really helped me just kind of grow into myself like entirely okay um like I don't have to put on a facade yeah and like i especially like you know if i worked like you know working for someone like Mm. like in a company or something you know you have to like sometimes put on your like you know your voice and you know like um you have to act a certain way but i feel like the environment that i work in i can show up as myself and be myself and that has helped me like do that 24 7 and and it helped me sink more into my own energy you like helped me you know really i wouldn't even say explore that more but just settle into it Mm -hmm. you know really just like be more happy with who i am like my style like i i was very like i loved to style and like you know try different you know i I was into the work aesthetic like Mm -hmm. i had like all these cool button-ups and like all these cool like pants yeah but now it's like it's it's kind of minimal but it's also still like i can mix and match and puzzle it together and it's still me like i don't Mm -hmm. have to like put on a front or like you know kind of like play dress up it's more of like i'm just showing up i'm showing up as me like okay so that is beautiful yeah all right well um monet uh, I want to say thank you for being a guest on the Highlight Reel. Yeah. I was really excited to have you. So I was like, all right, she DJs. Like I love, I love talking to DJs because, yeah. as you could see, like I'm, I, I pay attention. Like I'm not mm-hmm. a DJ, but I pay probably more attention than some people do. So I just, I definitely want to talk to you about that mm-hmm. and also learn more about you as a person and as a DJ because that's always interesting to know about. Word. But yeah, um, mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you so much for being yeah. a guest on the Highlight thank Reel. Thank you this for having a pleasure. me. No yeah. Problem. And to the viewer and to the listener, I want to say thank you for tuning into this episode of The Highlight Reel. That has been your episode. I hope that you have a good one. Mm -hmm. Peace out. Hey.